Hi everyone. I'm so excited because we're starting another series and it's a topic that is very dear to so many people. It's also a topic no one wants to talk about, but everyone's probably interested in. So uh, today we're starting a brand new series on money. And the series, we're going to call this series, Show Me the Money. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that show, Jerry Maguire, Show Me the Money. Well, this is such an important topic that almost 8% of the entire Bible talks about money. Do you know that? Uh, many books have been written about it. It's also a very sensitive matter. It always concerns so many people. And it's, it's interesting to a lot of people all over the world, no matter whether your, your uh, background is, what your culture is, your traditions are, um, it's important to you. Um, whether, no matter what educational level you have attained or economic status. It has confused a lot of people. It has baffled a lot of people. To some, it's exciting, it's inspiring, it's provoking. To some, it's a big temptation. And others are challenged by it. Some are satisfied by it. Some uh, gave them depression. And many adjectives that results uh, by having money or not having money. Um, I, I remember this show, one of the shows I always was interested in. It's uh, talking about the guys who won the lottery in the U.S. And 99% of the people who won the lottery... It's funny, after a few years or a year or so, many of them have, you know, have been in, in a worse situation than when they first started. Because money is such a, a tool that can, can make you or break you. It has brought blessings to some and a curse to others. It has helped people and it has also destroyed a lot of people. Many relationships have been destroyed by it. So in the next few weeks, we'll talk about what money is, why is money important and valuable, and how you make money, how we should handle money, how can money be put to good use, and how is money so dangerous and destructive? This is a series that in order for you to understand, you have to watch all the other episodes, not just this one. So let's begin. Let me show you the money. What is money and where did it come from anyway? When was it first used? Why is money an important part of our lives? Is money bad or good? There are so many questions we want to discuss and we want to know what God thinks about money. Do you know that there are 31,102 verses in the entire Bible? 2,350 of them talk about and are related to money. That is almost 8% of the entire Bible. Why is God teaching us about money? What do we need to know about money? What's the purpose of money? So before we open the series, let's set the proper foundation for this very important topic. We want to make sure we're philosophically, historically, theologically, and biblically correct and sound with the context and the truth. So in the beginning of humankind, there was really no money. So to get goods, people traded items which had a practical value. It may be in the form of food, like cattle and fish, or apparel, uh, fur and clothing, or some decorative items, tools, weapons, or services. This was called barter or bartering. It is defined as the exchange of resources or services for mutual 
advantage. Even today, the system of bartering is still being used by some individuals and organizations. In the beginning, people traded with what they had for something they wanted. It's an exchange of value. I want this, what do you have to give me in exchange for this? A cattle for clothing, a, a weapon for a chicken, or any resources for certain services. So if you do this, I'll give you this. So what is being traded has value. Question is, what is value? Value is what someone will regard or consider something or someone with importance, someone with worth, or something that's useful and beneficial. This can be subjective depending on the time you need it. It also depends on one's standard principles and judgment. Each one has a different opinion on what is valuable to them. What's valuable to me might not be valuable to you. A piece of bread, for example, is not valuable when there's an oversupply of it, right? But when you're in a deserted island with no food, like The Survivor, I don't know if you watch that <laughs> in Netflix, and when you're starving to death, the bread becomes more valuable than diamond, right? So values change depending on the situation and season that you're in. I remember the story of the 10 cow woman. Have you heard this? There was a man and his family who was starving because of the economic drought in Africa. Many of the ladies were being sold because of the hardship they were ex experiencing. One particular lady in the village who wasn't as pretty as the others was being sold by her father. While most of the ladies were being sold for four cows, he decided, well, she's not that pretty. I'm just gonna sell her for the price of two cows. So a wealthy cattle farmer saw her and said to the father, I'll give you 10 cows for her in marriage. The girl felt valuable instantly. She's, you know, she's just being sold for two, but this, this man said, I'm, I'm willing to buy her for two cows. Several months later, she came back to visit her father, and to his surprise, she looked more beautiful than anyone, any woman in the village. He couldn't believe his eyes. She was growing. And this was because the farmer who married her showered her with love and care. He valued her. You know, what you value, you, you even increase in value. They even increase in value. They multiply. Question, what do you value? My first point is what you value, you take good care of. And whether, you know, this, you use your, your talents, your skills to take good care of something. If you value your family, you take good care of your family. If you value your health, you take good care of your health. You take your vitamins and vitamin D, for those who are vitamin D deficient, you take it every day. If you value your money, you become a good steward of your money. Um, if you value your dog or your car or anything, you take good care of them, right? If you value education, you feel it's important, you're going to read and study more. Let me just say by, by saying this, sometimes what you think you value is not really what you value. Does that make sense? What you truly value, you take good care care of, you become a good steward of, right? My second point, what you value, you spend time on. You spend time on what you value. If you value your work, you spend a lot of time 
working. Some people are workaholics. They enjoy their work. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as your priorities are, are in place. If, you're, if you value your children, you'll spend time with your children, right? I, you know, I realized it's so important that for me, my family is so important. I, I enjoy spending time with them. If you value your husband or wife, you'll spend more time with them. If you value your car, you'll spend more time cleaning. How many of you, you know, I have friends who value their car so much that all they do is clean it, fix it, look at it, watch it. And because it, it's something of value. There's this story of a young boy who asked his dad, his father, he said, dad, how much, how much do you get paid for an hour of work? I said, why son? I just want to know. The father replied, well, I get paid $15 an hour. And the child said, dad, you know what? I'm so excited. Why? I saved up $15. Can I have an hour of your time? What you value, you spend time on. The thing about time, let me just say this, is you can't rewind it. You can't save it. You can't pause it. You can't stop it. Once it's gone, it's gone forever. Your 12-year-old son will never be 12 ever again. Okay? It, it just passes by. It just goes quickly. You know, I used to have a... I used to be uh, 30 years old, you know, a few years ago. No, I'm just kidding. I used to be 30. And I said, hey, and now I have a 30-year-old son. I said, what happens? In a blink of an eye, it's there. By the way, we all have seven days a week. 24 hours a day, 60 minutes every hour. No one has more or less of it, right? So it's important you put time on what you value. I have another story. Uh, the, a man wrote this. He says, the older I get, the more I enjoyed Saturday mornings. Perhaps it's the quiet solitude that comes with being the first to rise. Or maybe it's the unbounded joy of not having to be at work, right, on a Saturday. Either way. The first few hours of Saturday morning are my most enjoyable. A few weeks ago, I was shuffling towards the kitchen with a steaming cup of coffee in one hand and the morning paper in the other. Saturday morning turned out one of those lessons in life, you know, that, that gives you from time to time. Let me, let me tell you about it, this man said. I turned the volume up on my radio in order to listen to a Saturday morning talk show. I heard an older sounding chap with a golden voice, you know, just like my voice. <laughs> you know the kind he's, he, you know the guy where he sounded like he should be in the broadcasting business himself. He was talking about a thousand marbles to someone named Tom. I was intrigued and I sat down and listened for what he had to say. Well, he said, Tom, sounds like you're busy with your job. I'm sure they pay you well. But it's a shame you have to be away from your family a lot. Hard to believe a young fellow like you should have to work 60 or 70 hours a week to make ends meet. Too bad you miss your daughter's dance recital. Too bad you miss your son's football game. He continued, let me tell you something, Tom. Something that has helped me keep a good perspective of my own priorities. And that's when he began, began to explain this theory of a thousand marbles. You see, I sat down one day and did a little math, arithmetic. The average person lives about 75 years of age, you know. 
I know some live more and some live less, but on average, about 75. Now then, I multiplied 75 times 52 weeks in a year, and I came up with 3,900, which is the number of Saturdays that the average person has in their entire lifetime. Now, stick with me, Tom, he said. I'm gonna to get to the important part. It took me until I was 55 years old to think about all these in any detail. He went on by saying, by the time I'd lived through over 2,800 Saturdays, I got thinking that if I lived to be 75, I only had about a thousand marbles left to enjoy, or a thousand weeks to be specific, to enjoy. So I went to a toy store and I bought every single marble they had. I, I ended up with having to visit three stores to round up a thousand marbles. I took them home and I put them inside a large clear plastic container right there where in my workshop next to my radio. And every Saturday since then, every week I take out one marble and throw it away. I found that by watching the marbles diminish, I focus on the really important things in life. There's nothing like watching your time here on earth run out to help you get your priorities straight. Now, let me tell you one last thing before I sign off with you and take my lovely wife out for breakfast. This morning, I took the very last marble out of the container. I just turned 75. I figured if I make it until next Saturday, then God has blessed me with bonus, a little extra time with my loved ones. It was nice to talk to you, Tom. I hope you spend more time with your loved ones. And I hope to meet you again someday. Have a good morning. You could have heard a pin drop when he finished. Even the show's moderator didn't have anything to say for a moment. I guess he was, you know, gave us a lot to think about. I had planned to do some work that morning then go to the gym. Instead, I went straight up, woke my wife up, and kissed her. I said, come on, honey. I'm taking you and the kids to breakfast. And the, my wife said, what brought this on you? She asked with a smile. Oh, nothing special. It's just been a long time since we'd spent some Saturdays together with the kids. Can we stop at the toy store while we're out? Because I need to buy some marbles. That's, you know... Spend time with your family. Prioritize what you need to prioritize. You give value. You give time to what you really value, right? My third point. What you value you spend, you spend on. It's your treasure. There's a saying, show me your checkbook and I'll tell you what's important to you. You spend on what is important to you, what you value and treasure. You buy things you want and value. Isn't that true? I don't know when you, the magic word sale, 50% off, okay? Isn't this, so, this word so hypnotic? It just commands you, it literally controls some of us, right? There are certain seasons in your, the year that we spend more, sometimes without control. By the way, Christmas season is coming, that's why we are, we're also having this series. It's around the corner. And folks, you don't want to overspend, right? Bible says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Where you put your time, your talent and services, your money, your treasure is where your heart really is. 
what you truly prioritize is revealed where your treasure is. Very important. By the way, next week, we'll continue and talk about how money came about or how it was first formed. How was it first? It was first used. It's going to be very interesting. So join us in the next few weeks as we talk more about money. And by the way, value the most, value most important things in life, right? And uh, I just want to pray for that. <laughs>